This is the Village Kids Podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make kid disciples who go, grow, and overcome. couple people that were here last time so I have to work really really hard now to make this lesson a little bit different for you guys but those of you who were here in the first section don't give any of the secrets away okay okay right you promise me because it's challenging because you guys are gonna have to work really hard to not get bored so I'm gonna try to keep you guys all interested as much as possible. So you guys know that the Bible is full of stories about things that happened long ago, and it also contains some instructions for us as how to live for Jesus. And you might be thinking, instructions? Like, why should we have instructions? Instructions are really important, by the way. You guys remember last time I taught? Who remembers? What were we talking about? Do you remember what my problem was? What was it, Elias? The tables and the instruction. Do you guys want to? Yeah, Jess? Uh, tell me about what happened. That your instructions were, were, were They were like, yeah. Do you, do you remember my dilemma? And how did I feel about that? Remember how I was? was I, I was like really nervous and really scared. So you guys want to? What? You're not going to bite? Yes? You know what? That's what I was going to tell you. I put those tables together in about five minutes. It was ridiculous. It was so easy. I just had to look at it, and I just had to use my common sense. But I was nervous because I didn't have the instructions, right? And I thought, well, what if? Because it said, follow instructions precisely. So I got nervous about that. I'm like, what if I put something together and I can't take it apart? But you know what? We have instructions that even though God doesn't require us to follow rules to be saved, we know that um, salvation is a free gift that comes to us through, this, through God's son, Jesus. But our big picture question should probably, um, it will probably clear this up for us. Why do we have instructions? Why does God want us to obey? Does anybody know the answer to that question? Why does God want us to obey? Colton? Obeyingness is your response to God's love for us. How do you know that so well? No, this one was supposed to be first. <laughs> Good job, Colton. Why does God want us to obey him? Now, let's see if you can remember what you just read. Obedience is our response to God's love for us. Let's say that together, guys. Obedience is our response to God's love for us. Not to get anything from God, right? Not to get our salvation or anything. It's obedience is a response when somebody loves you. So in our stories about the letters to God's people that we've been hearing about, there was um, a letter to the Galatians about how Paul wrote and he told them how you were saved through faith in Jesus alone. And then we heard that Jesus died for the Jews and the Gentiles and we don't have to follow rules to be accepted by God, right? So we know that. We also learned about divisions in the church 
And we were, that Paul wrote that Christians are joined together by faith in Jesus. But there were problems in the church, guys. Remember there were problems? And guess what? Today we're going to learn about more problems. Just problems, 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 right? And so I'm going to see if you guys can figure out what the problem is by a little demonstration. So I'm going to need some, I'm going to need some volunteers. All you have to do is hold a card. And this card might be a girl or a boy. It doesn't matter. It's just a card. So I want to get all the volunteers that I can get. I know you know what I'm doing because you were here. All right. You know what, I think maybe I only want to pick anybody who's ever been a cubby under me. You've been a cubby under me, Alex, come on up. Dagan's been a cubby, come on up. Oh, Maddie's been a cubby a long time ago. And Via's been a cubby, Ava's been a cubby, you've been a cubby. Oh, Josiah's been a cubby. And... Any more who have been a cu- oh. There you go. Okay, stand up any order you want and show us your cards. So, this wonderful, these amazing children, are, I really like them a lot because they were all in my cubbies at one point. They've all grown a lot. Not all of them are cubbies anymore. But let's show them your people cards. Put your people cards up by your face. All right, so we have some people here, and you guys are all in line, okay? But what you don't know is I'm going to pretend that we're all in line for a special ride or a special movie. What do you want to be, a special movie? Movie. Special movie, okay? Now, you've waited a long time for this movie. You guys have been standing in line for about three hours, right? You're getting really tired. Five hours, okay. Elias wants it to be five hours. And so this end is going to go in first. So I'm going to let them go into the movie first, okay? So are you ready? Oh, you know what? I I don't, you know what? I want you to come up here. Yeah, because this end is going to go in first. And um, I want you to come up here too. So, yeah. I I think this this is better. I like that. What do you guys think? What did I just do? Oh, I picked all the boys and put them in the front of the line? No. Yeah, Are you sure? Who's the boy? Callie. No? That's a, that's a mom, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how, would, how does that make you feel that you were second and now you're fourth? Not a problem, right? Not a problem. Okay, well, here's the, here's the thing. Um, I hate to tell you this, but the show is almost sold out, and only you three get to go in. Go, yay! You guys. Yeah, you guys, I'm really sorry, but... So you guys are not going to be able to go in. I'm so sorry. Now, what do you think just happened here? What is that called? What do you guys think that is? What do you guys think I just did? All right. I don't even know if you got it from the beginning. Okay, I'll take your cards back and you guys can sit down. What just 
happened here. And if it happened to you, who would like it? The guy, the, the, those of you who got to go in, those, how do you think it, they felt about it? How do you think they felt about it? Natty? That, ooh, what was that word? Favoritism. Are you accusing me of favoritism? Oh, that is not good. Because yes, that's exactly the problem that the church was having. But you guys didn't know that I also set it up from the very beginning when I said, I only wanted my past cubbies to come up. I was just playing with you guys. When I said that, were there any of you that felt a little bit like, that's not right? Did you like it? Yeah, that wasn't good, right? You were okay with that? Some people were like, I didn't want to come up anyways. But they're like, well, wait a minute. Why is she only picking the people that were her past cubbies, right? That wasn't right. Okay, so that was just an example. I don't do that. Just so you know, that was only a game. That was only playing. But right now, we're going to watch our video about, and it's called, The Church showed favoritism. Sounds like a problem, right? Okay, let's go. (laughs) You guys like that? So this Bible story comes right out of the book of James, and James was the half-brother of Jesus. So you think he knew Jesus pretty well? Probably pretty well, right? And he wrote that letter to the Jewish believers and told them how they should live. So why do you guys think that Christians should live differently from people who are not Christians? What do you think, Colton? Why do you think? um, People that aren't Christians can't tell people about Jesus. That is such a good answer. So do you guys, do you think that Christians should live different than other people? Do you think we should be different? Raise your hand. Do you think we should be different? You don't think we should live differently? Okay. Oh, that's, uh, it sounds like a trick question. Dylan, what do you got to say? It is a trick question. Okay. Yes. Right on. And exactly. Good. Good. I knew I knew Dylan would hit that one. But here's the thing that we are actually called to live differently because Christians have been forgiven by God through Jesus' death and resurrection. So Christians no longer live for themselves, but we live for God. So a lot of times the things that we do, we have to ask ourselves, is this something that God would be happy with me about? Or is this something that is something the world would be happy? So we do have to live different. So remember our big picture question is why does God want us to obey him? Because obedience is our response to God's love for us. So when we see commands in the Bible, how to live, these aren't rules of just how to get us to heaven. These are commands that God wants us to keep to, to, um, because we love him. One important thing to do as a Christian is to not show favoritism. 
and we should try to treat everyone the same, but that's not easy because sin has messed up how we relate with one another. Because no person is more or less important than any other to God. God created everyone in his image. Now, I just told you that favoritism isn't, it's, it's not easy to not do. So let me tell you a little story, okay? You guys know, most of you know I'm a school bus driver for a very long time. And one year, it was really unusual, I actually had my nephew as one of my passengers on my school bus. My nephew. Now, at the school that I was going to, it was a middle school, and they made a rule that you could not get on the bus without your bus pass. And sometimes somebody would come to the bus and they wouldn't have their bus pass. But they were just such nice kids and they never messed up. And I really wanted to not have to tell them they couldn't get on the bus because I knew they belonged on my bus, but I tried to follow all the rules. So this one person came to my bus and this kid, not nice. He gave me trouble, and he didn't have his bus pass, and you know what? I had no problems telling him, no, you're not getting on my bus. No problems at all, right? So I said, sorry, it's the rule. No bus pass, you can't get on the bus. Now the other kids on the bus saw this, and they agreed with me. Guess who came up next without his bus pass? My nephew. Now, you know what my heart wanted to do, right? How am I going to explain to my sister that I didn't let my nephew on the bus because he didn't have his bus pass? But guess what I had to do? I said, can't get on because everybody saw me turn the other student away. So if I let him on the bus, what, was it, what do you think they were going to say? Favorites. Unfair. Oh, unfair. So I have to be very careful all the time. And it's really, I'm going to tell you, it's, it's easy to have students that are more your favorite and students that are less based on how they act. It's a true story. That's a true story. Yeah. So don't get on my bus without a bus pass. That's the true story, Alec, okay? The stories I do now, they don't have to do that. But anyways, so... I work on the bus Monday through Friday, yes. And then I'm here. But what about the end of the day? The end of the day, I'm at home getting sleep. No, at the end of the day, <laughs> when people are riding the bus, like yeah. your nephew can get on without, it, without his bus pass? No, that was when they couldn't get on. When they were at the school, not when they were at the bus stop, because we let them all on at the bus stop, because we don't want to leave any kids standing at a bus stop. So it was the school's rule, not my rule. And so they were at the school, and then they had to take the late bus home. So they had to sit there for an extra hour and a half. They got home. They just didn't get on my bus. But then I had to rethink that rule. But anyways, so when the believers in the early church treated some people as better than others, James told them that they were wrong. And he reminded them that Jesus commanded believers to love one another. And here was James' main point. James calls us to treat people with mercy because Jesus shows us mercy. What is that? Does that mean anything to you guys? Yeah. What do you think that means? What is mercy? That's a weird word. Maddie? Um, getting something you didn't, 
that getting something that you don't deserve. That so that means is that if you did something wrong and you deserved a punishment, you don't get that punishment because somebody has showed you mercy, right? Does that make sense, you guys? Who likes mercy? Woo! Who's done something wrong that they're glad they didn't get punished for? All right, that's awesome. Very good. So I want you to remember a time in your mind that you have showed favoritism to others, and I want you to think about how the people that you didn't favor felt, and we're going to think about that as we watch our discussion starter video. I don't do these often, but I think this one is, is this one. All right, how many of you think that the kid in the video showed favoritism? You don't think he showed favoritism? I think he showed favoritism. Me too. Right? All right. Um, I'm just going to say, how would you feel if you were the one that got four cookies, and how would you feel if you were the one that got one cookie? All right, if you got one cookie, how would you feel? What would you think? What would you think, Josiah? You'd be okay with that. That's good. That is good. And... Yeah, and you know what? And I'm not all that about cookies, but I'm going to be real real with you guys. If they gave one for me one, you know what I would think right away? They don't like me as much. That's what I would think. I just think they know that I like better. Yeah, but, but in general, I mean, it might be something that you do like. And do you think that was the right thing to do? What do you think? They should, they should all get treat the right way. So they should have all gotten one, or they should have all gotten two, or they should have all gotten three, but they shouldn't have had different numbers. What do you think, Jazz? Uh, uh, they should oh, yeah. all get the same amount of mouth because then other people would feel left out. Right. What do you think, Elias? It was one, two, three. I know. That was so weird, right? Now, the thing is, is that, like, you can, let me ask you, how would you feel if you were the one that got four, though? Hey, hey, I'm sorry, but I'm going to be honest. I'm a sinner, and I like when I get favored. <laughs> there you go. See, that's the right thing. That's the right thing. But, but the thing is, is that there are some places that we witness favoritism, you're going to see it all the time as you're growing up. You're going to see people in, this, in your classroom that get favored. You're going to see people in your job that get favored. You're going to sometimes even people in your own family that get favored. I know. You will. You will. You, yeah, you will have a job. I know. Your dad's already fixing one for you. You're going to be working by next year, Alex. You don't know that? <laughs> all right. So the thing is, is that people experience favoritism in the world but this should not be the experience when they come to church. We heard in our story today that Jesus calls us to treat people with mercy because Jesus shows us mercy. So not showing favoritism can be hard, can be very hard. And there might be certain people you just don't get along with, but God asks us to do the right thing even if it's hard. Remember our big picture question and answer. So why should we not show favoritism because God asks us not to show favoritism 
And why does God want us to obey him and not show favoritism? Because obedience is our response to God's love for us. So this week's session was a great follow-up to last week's because some of you may think that we just you talked about being united, but being united is not just a matter of getting along and not fighting, it, but God's heart for us is to be united far more deeply, and the gospel should compel us to treat one another the same way. So with the same love, the same mercy, and the same grace showed to us by Jesus. So we're just about out of time here. So why don't we go ahead and let's pray. Okay, guys, let's pray. And then you'll... We'll pray. Okay, let's pray. And then we'll do that. Okay? Close your eyes. Lord God, we praise you. You have shown us such great kindness in giving us your son. And we confess that we have shown favoritism and treated some people as better than others. But help us to love others without showing favoritism like you have loved us. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, I don't think we should do the blessing jar because I'm afraid that might show favoritism. No, it won't? You're sure? All right, you guys are sure. We could... Oh, yeah, Miss Lisa will do it. Okay. That's what, yeah, I don't want nothing. Uh, you guys might think that I'm going to show favoritism.